T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. All right. Uh, good morning to you. Welcome into the Mark Cox Morning Show. What is today? The uh, the ninth day of uh, January. I had, to, I had to check. The month is flying by. I was so worried about Snowmageddon, I wasn't paying attention to anything else. Uh, yeah. I mean, really, I, I probably saw a total of like 10 snowflakes yesterday at my house. Uh, it, it snowed a little bit yesterday evening uh, near my house and, and then turned over to a mostly rain event, which it was this morning. I guess we might see a few snowflakes in in the immediate St. Louis area. I'm talking about I-70 and south today. But north, they got a little bit of accumulation. Yeah. Areas west, it seems like, also got hit a little bit stronger than we did. I know Kansas City, I know that's farther away, but they definitely got hit with yeah. some snow. Yeah. It was, a, it was a narrow, it was a thin line, as it usually is. And I've always told Chambers and all those folks, friends of mine who are meteorologists, that this is... This is why I didn't go into into weather, because you have to talk about what might happen instead of talking about what has happened, right? Yeah. Um, it it's a trick. It's a can be tricky. There's no doubt about it. But regardless, fortunately, we didn't need the snow shovels or anything down in my neck of the woods this morning. If you if you did get hit by it, good for you. My daughter actually came home yesterday, and she's like, "We're all secretly hoping for a snow day tomorrow," and I'm like. I'm gonna get a snow day tomorrow. I do you not even listen to the weather forecast. I mean, she's like her, probably heard something one day last week mm-hmm. when they were still talking about snowmageddon, and then she didn't pay any more attention to it. You know, I feel like now the students can go to Instagram or Facebook or Twitter and they can see if their school is closed. I remember waking up early and watching the TV and waiting to see your school at the long list scrolling <laughs> at the very bottom of the screen, and then you freak out. And get excited that you don't have to go to school that day. Yes, yeah. You I, used to have to listen to KMOX. I can oh. do. Yeah, I can do you one See, I'm better. Too young I, for that. I, I'm like Carl. I would wake up in the morning and, t- and turn uh, the stereo on in my bedroom and listen to WLW out of Cincinnati or whoever it was. Read wow. the long. They had to read the long list of school closings, and you had to wait alphabetical order till mm-hmm. you got to your school. Right? It was awful. Do they even do that on TV anymore? Mm-hmm. Put the read them. They're doing it right now. Yeah, they 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 put them at the bottom of the screen. Oh, they do have it. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're they're reading them, but which is kind of dumb because you can you can go to their website and look at the full list, or you get a call. An, a That's robo-call. true. They do do robo calls now, yeah. which I actually, you know, as a parent, I think that would be kind of nice. I'd rather just get a voicemail so I don't have to worry yeah. about yeah. looking it's on TV or their website or social media. I think I think our school does that too, if I remember correctly. 
Occasionally I'll get a call. It's just been a while. It has been a while since they got a snow day for sure. Uh, but you're not going to get one today if you're south of uh, Interstate 70 and, and uh, east of, what, Warrington, I would imagine, maybe. Um, yeah, I, you, you, you might have gotten a dusting, but I wouldn't think you're, you're going to get a day off school for sure. Uh, did you, either of you, I'm sure, I don't know what either of you are big college football fans. Did you watch the National Football Championship last night? I nope. didn't, but I did see who won, which was to be expected. It, I, I don't know if it was expected. I really expected more out of Washington. I'd, I'd heard so much about them. They're exciting. They're, they're, they, they throw the ball on every play. That wasn't what they did. And they got their butt handed to them by the Michigan Wolverines. That's the best game I've seen Michigan play. So I thought that Tom was saying Michigan was favored by like four and a half points, but it, do, it I mean, it was definitely more of a bloodbath, well, I think, than expected. Yeah, it was not. Sense. It was a bloodbath. It wasn't nearly as close a game as most people were expecting. It's almost like one team didn't almost didn't deserve to be there. I mean, there were other games that were, like the Alabama game against Michigan was much closer. Um, so it makes you wonder if Washington really deserved its undefeated record for the season, the way that thing went down. Because they had all of their players. That's the whole thing. They had all their players. There's no excuse like when Ohio State played um, Missouri and their their quarterback and a few other people had already left the program. So that was not really – you can't really say that, that ever, they had the f- full strength of their of their team. Let but, me just say this, Mark. We're 11 minutes into the show this morning, and you have not mentioned that Mizzou is playing Kentucky tonight. Oh, I know that. Well, I was waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That way I can complain like Lauren does when you don't mention my team. <laughs> That's right. If I, I just, don't mention I, it tomorrow, I know you'll probably be <laughs> upset. And, well, unless Kentucky loses, then I think you might be okay with me not mentioning it. Uh, well, the odds of that happening are extraordinarily long. Just let me say that here. Mark the tape. That that If this is not a blowout, I'll be surprised. If it's a, if it's a close game, I'll be surprised, and I'll eat crow tomorrow morning. We'll see what happens. Of course, everybody, Kentucky's everybody's Super Bowl, so they do, yep. do they do tend to rise to the occasion sometimes. I'll give you the win. I just feel like Kentucky overall is a better basketball team than Mizzou. Yeah, they're having, probably year. having a better year so far, for sure. All right, uh, Carl, let's get to the shortlist, please. The Mark Cox Shortlist. Where are we in this? You know, where are our hearts? What's going to happen in this next election? I am terrified about what could possibly happen. Oh, Michelle Obama speaking out, caring about politics again for a change. How about that? I mean, she's rarely proud of her country, but she's really worried about what might happen in 2024. Uh, You know, when I hear no room in the end, I'm saying, you know, I I need more people in my district, but just for redistricting purposes. Yeah, Yvette Clark wants illegal aliens just so... She can count them in the next census and get more voters and redistricting. I what are what are what are these people thinking about? In our time, there's still the old ghost of new and new garments. We all need to rise to meet the moment. You heard that correct. The old ghost, the ghost of old garments. If that's something you've ever been concerned about. You know, the biggest lie from Anthony Fauci was that uh, the United States government, and with his approval, did not fund gain-of-function research in Wuhan. Rand Paul firing back. Apparently, Dr. Fauci 
taking the uh, congressional table again today for a hearing for the first time since he took his $400-plus-thousand-dollar-a-year salary, government salary, and retired. I don't know how much of that he gets in retirement, but you have to think if he was the longest-tenured and highest-paid government employee, he'd get, what, 60% of that in retirement, maybe? 70? I don't even know what the federal system looks like. I mean, it's a pretty sweet deal. It's what he a got, pretty regardless. sweet deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He should be in prison. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of Rand Paul's take on the whole thing. I mean, we're finding out more, obviously, about what went on in Wuhan. Not nearly enough because we we screwed around under Fauci and gave the Chinese the opportunity to destroy all the evidence. So there's no way to go back now four years later and prove what they did. But but there's plenty of evidence that we knew what they were doing. And that's that's the point Rand Paul uh, is making in this point. Uh, g- go back to uh, cut number 10, Carl, please. You know, the biggest lie from Anthony Fauci was that uh, the United States government and with his approval did not fund gain-of-function research in Wuhan. We now have the Department of Energy, the FBI, and actually a group of scientists at the CIA all agree that in all likelihood, COVID-19 came from a lab in Wuhan that was funded by U.S. taxpayer dollars. Anthony Fauci has continued to deny this, and I believe that to be a lie, and I hope he's challenged on that. Yeah, I do too, and I imagine that will uh, happen in in front of Congress, uh, no doubt about that. So several big things happened yesterday. Number one, the, the chain of command in the United States, I think the Secretary of Defense is what, Sixth or seventh sixth. in is it sixth in in that like if if things started toppling in Washington, D.C. and enough people died, the secretary of defense would actually be in charge of the country. What would happen if he was in the hospital in intensive care and hadn't bothered to tell anyone that that's the audacity of what happened yesterday? Or what happened this past couple of weeks where Lloyd Austin checked out. And didn't bother to inform his boss. Imagine being in the hospital in intensive care. I don't care if you're a hamburger flipper or the Secretary of Defense. And you just don't bother to tell the person you work for that you're out of commission. Yeah, no, I I don't understand how that possibly happened. I think the other concern is, how is Biden not in more constant communication with him? How did he have no clue I mean, there were there are some serious things going on right now. It's not like there's nothing going on that they would need to discuss. I watched a little bit of the in the round uh, event on Fox last night with Nikki Haley. I almost called it a debate, but she was the only one on the stage, so I guess it was a town hall. She made a good point about that. She's like, hey, here, here's. You know, she said when I was, she related her time as governor. She had an adjutant general. If there was an emergency, she had to have this guy on speed dial. She needed to get a hold of him. With two wars going on around the world, the threat from China, what's going on in the southern border, the risk of terrorist attacks because we don't know who's come in. With all of that going on, the fact that the president of the United States is not in in either daily contact or almost daily contact with the secretary of defense is a little frightening. I know that he gets briefings every day, but for God's sake. This is not like you need to talk to Pete Buttigieg every day because that would be a horrible thing to have to talk to Pete Buttigieg every day. But your Secretary of Defense is different. I agree. Absolutely. He, he deals with things other than potholes and, and flight delays like Pete Buttigieg. Um, 
This was a serious uh, situation. We'll talk more about it coming up. Got a little uh, little bit of a reaction to it today as to exactly how that might have gone down. And there are there's at least one new character in the race for a governor. We, we had several people yesterday talk about what they're going to do in the upcoming election in terms of what office they might run for. We're going to get to all that for you coming up right after our national anthem. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Jimmy Page is 80 years old today. Is that not unbelievable? Kim, do you know who that is? No. He's the quite talented songwriter and guitar player for Led Zeppelin. This song. Yeah. Stairway to Heaven, you know that one? I do know that one. That is also. wrote that, too. Yeah. Mmm. Makes you feel old, doesn't it, Carl? Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the, 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 I never got to see them tour. I, I'm so sad about that. I think they took the they toured the last time in what 78 maybe. Yeah, in 77 the or 78, and uh, that was just on the right on the edge of my first uh, rock concert was yeah. right around then. And the tour for their best album, Presence. No, it was not their best. You mean they didn't do 12 final tours like every other band? No, but no. they did get together 2012 for some one-offs. Well, it's Celebration Day they did right. Yeah, yeah. And anyway. Then, Page and Plants toured together, which I saw twice, but not with John Paul Jones, who's actually underrated. Yeah, well, I would would agree. But anyway, we we digress. That's uh, that's why you will probably hear a lot of Led Zeppelin on the show this morning. So yesterday, I'm I'm listening to the uh, Mark Reardon uh, broadcast, and he's got uh, Nick State Senator Nick Schroer on there, and he's asking Schroer if he's going to run for. for Congress in, in Congressional District 3, which is Blaine Lutkemeyer's uh, seat. And he's like, well, you know, we that's yet to be determined. And we're talking talking it over, thinking about whether we would do that or not, waiting to see whether Senator Bob Andrews is going to run or not, because I don't think the two of them are going to run against each other. And then he floats the rumor that Ann Wagner is not going to run for re-election. Uh, and, and about 45 minutes later, a press release got issued from Ann Wagner's office saying, I am running for re-election. <laughs> Just Saw to clear that. this up in case there's any uh, 
any confusion. So I, I, I actually spoke with Ann yesterday afternoon in the midst of all that, and she, she just got back from a fact-finding mission to the Middle East. And she was, and I'm, we're going to get her on the show tomorrow is the plan to talk more about this, but she was over there with a, with a couple of Republicans and a couple of Democrats who went on this fact-finding mission, I guess. They were in the kibitz, one of the villages that got the, one of the initial attacks where the people were murdered and, and beheaded. And mm. I mean, it just, she said, it's still just a crime scene is what it is basically. Ugh. Um, and they were right on the edge of the north, I guess, the northern part of Gaza. I, I guess I, I don't know for sure it was the northern part. She said they weren't too far from Gaza and then ended up uh, in um, Qatar and a few other spots where they're trying to figure out what comes next. You obviously can't let the Hamas people or the PLO run Gaza because they're they're all nuts. I mean, they're all certifiably crazy. They don't want peace with Israel. They don't want a two-state solution. They want to sit over there and build hospitals uh, to cover up their military bases and then lob rockets at Israel from the hospitals. And how do you deal? You can't negotiate with insane people. So I'm anxious to get Ann on here uh, tomorrow and uh, talk a little bit more about her trip. She was... Clearly exhausted yesterday when I spoke to her from uh, having just traveled back from the Middle East. Yeah, so, I bet. I mean, you really, you have to start all over because they've had Hamas leading for years. Oh, I know. So Six, 15, 16 I, yeah, years. I don't know what that looks like, but you're right. Can't can't be the same as it was. That's unbelievable. I, I heard one of the Israeli uh, officials describing yesterday that they uncovered documents from Hamas that they've captured talking about summer camps for children where they would invite these children in just to brainwash them wow. to hate Israel. It's, it's just it's it's, awful. It's sickening. The people that are still blocking roads and interrupting speeches in support of these terrorists in Hamas uh, and Gaza. It's crazy. All right, coming up, we'll get to Kim on a whim. We'll talk more about the newest entrance into the governor's race in the state of Missouri. We'll be right back. Kim on a whim. Uh, you know, Mark, we've talked a lot about just how crazy this whole illegal immigrant situation is, seeing all those people just pouring over our borders. And now you have, you know, Eric Adams, the Democratic mayor there in New York City, who's suing these bus companies that are busting them over. And you've J.B. Pritzker in, with his uh, panties in a twist about this whole situation, which is laughable because they want to be sanctuary cities. They want to be sanctuary states. Right. These migrants and migrants until it affects them negatively. But I saw this interesting story on Fox News about this New York assembly woman who's a Democrat. And she captured this video on her cell phone of a shelter in the Brooklyn area where about five or so cars were towed from a shelter where all these illegal immigrants were staying. And her question is, how the heck did they get these cars? Because none of them had license plates. Or or jobs. Or jobs. <laughs> and in the same neighborhood, she said these, these illegals were seen going door to door from to residents who live there asking for money. And these are the same people who had SUVs, a truck. She said at one point she even saw, she herself saw one of these illegal immigrants running out with what looked like a title in his hand being like, that's my vehicle. H- how? 
who's paying for all this? This falls back on the taxpayers. So all these people in New York City across the country are struggling to make ends meet. And here these immigrants are staying in these illegals are staying in these pretty nice hotels, right, in At New York City. your expense, government At your expense. expense. Right, staying right. in the airport in Chicago. Weren't they staying in, like, near a police station in one of the cities? I mean, they put them all over the place. In fact, yeah. they've displaced other travelers. Remember the story a couple months ago where the, the lady's uh, um, wedding party got displaced? They had a, reserved a block of rooms at this hotel for a wedding, and they were told that all the, all the reservations have been canceled no. because they were going to make more money renting those rooms to the government oh to gosh. house illegals. She was heated, as you could imagine. Yeah. Yeah, it was in New York. Of course, New York. Yeah, of course. My gosh, it's so ridiculous. So listen to this New York Assemblywoman. This is Jamie Williams talking about it. Where did they get these vehicles from? And it seems like they're having more resources than the average American. So, you know, we deserve answers. Our taxpayers deserve answers. Um, it's it's not right. She was actually doing that interview where you just heard that clip with Todd Pyro. On oh, Fox and nice. Friends first. Yeah. And he was like, are there enough Democrats at this point where we're actually going to have some bipartisan support for this? And she herself even said, this assemblywoman, the Biden administration has turned it. I mean, they've completely turned away from this. Todd Pyro, by the way, for the record, is blowing us off this morning. We normally have him on Tuesday mornings. but I plan to ask him about he's this. He's too busy. So he's uh, we're we're, <laughs> um, we're going to talk to Greg Jarrett instead, which I'm perfectly fine with. I'm just giving Todd some grief. But well, I was excited to yeah. ask him about this, and then when he was no longer available, I wanted to make sure we discussed it. Well, all the people in New York um, are are complaining about this because they've suddenly been inconvenienced by it, mm-hmm. right? I I'd love to know the answer to that. So so I'll just a side note here: years and years ago, probably twenty over twenty years ago at least. I had a vehicle for sale, right? Guy reaches out to me, didn't speak very good English, was interested in buying my car. And uh, we haggled uh, on the price and we we agreed to a price. And I showed up down in South City to meet the guy to get the car. And um, he he spoke about six words of English. And he came to me and handed me the money for the car in cash. Like it wasn't, he didn't go to the bank and get a loan. He just was hoarding cash somewhere. Take I don't behind know, his toilet. Don't know where it came from. Don't, don't have any idea. I I took the cash. I signed the title over to him and I went to the bank and deposited it. I don't know. So I guess it's possible some of them had purchased these vehicles for cash. You don't have to be, you don't have to prove your residency to buy something like that. But to your point, they're not in. They're not getting it licensed, and they're not going to buy insurance for it, right? Yes, that's the other issue. They're not. It's it's. They're not going through the proper channels that we all Absolutely. have to go through. And if they they're get not in trouble, taxes on it. If they get in trouble, they won't be held accountable for it. Right. And and here's the other thing: if the government's putting them up in say a hotel or one of these shelters at the taxpayers' expense, they have the money to go out and buy a car, but they don't have the money to get an apartment. Now I understand that a card's a one-time fee, assuming they're not paying taxes on it, which it sounds like they wouldn't be because they're not registering them. But but why couldn't you get some other sort of living situation so that it's not falling back on the taxpayer? Yes. That's my other gripe with this whole thing. Carol on Facebook is saying, in my opinion, it should be illegal to refer to legal migrants as illegal. I don't know what she's specifically referring to. I, 
I, I agree. If they're a legal immigrant, I wouldn't say they're illegal. I have an issue with illegal immigrants, just like you and I, Mark, have said. We are totally fine with legal immigration. Right. It's it's the illegals who are coming across. And when you look at videos of them, it is all young men. Where where are the women and children? I mean, think about that. Have you seen, I, I, when you look at these pictures, they all look to be men who were maybe 20s and 30s, sometimes teenagers. I mean, they are young. Where where are their families? Good question. Oh, they're, maybe, they're gonna bring them, maybe they're going to bring them later. At least questions. they didn't send their kids, uh, you know, on the thousand mile journey all by themselves. It, it, this is the ridiculous part of it. When you have people that want to argue with you, you can't. Nobody's illegal. I heard uh, AOC say yesterday. Don't we have that sound by Carl uh, where she's talking about the, the solution to the border crisis? I mean, go to cut six. From all parts of the political spectrum, one of the biggest issues that we have when it comes to immigration is the fact that we have an undocumented population. Mm -hmm. Now, you can fix that by trying to build a wall or you can fix that by trying to document people and create a path to citizenship. Yeah. How does she go about doing that? Because the people who are here who are undocumented, I think, like to remain undocumented. No, they, no, they want to be documented. Uh, you think? Because oh, I, I think I, I think some of them do, but I think some of them like the fact that it allows them to not have to pay certain things. It, it allows them, just like the, the homeless people, some of the homeless people truly do want to have a home and all these things, but some of them would rather stay in a tent. I, I don't know about that. Um, I think that American citizenship is the golden ticket. And what the Democrats are, have hoped for all along is that they'd bring in 10 or 12 million people and then they would turn them all into the United States citizens and they would reward the party that gave them the golden ticket. Right. That's, that's their goal. I think that's the hope for that's sure. Absolutely, for the their goal. It's yeah. what AOC wants to do. They're just people looking for a better life. Well, it doesn't matter. They're a drain on our system. Three out of five are on public assistance. Um, you you can't get you can't skirt that issue. Even when everybody looks to Ellis Island and and the Statue of Liberty and all that, and, and you know when I was there, I'm listening to the history of Ellis Island and. You had to go before a review board when you came in on the ship, and you had to prove that, number one, you had somewhere to go stay, and number two, you could take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you couldn't support yourself, they'd put you back on the boat and send you back. And now we've just opened up the floodgates, and we don't even ask that question anymore. It's 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 self-defeating to do what we're doing on the southern border. Mm -hmm. And you, we all support legal immigration. That's why most of us are here, because of legal immigration. Uh or our, our ancestors arrived before there was an immigration system, whatever the case happened to be. But you can't not have that. Mm -hmm. You just can't. Yep. And for Mayorkas to say what he said yesterday about the fact that the you know the United States needs, the, the Congress needs to approve this money that Joe Biden wants so we can hire more border agents. Well, they won't let the border agents do anything. I was going to say, so what, what's the, the point of that? And, and seriously, I asked somebody this the other week, what, whatever happened to Biden saying Congress passed whatever it was some funding bill years ago and he was being forced to build several more miles of the wall what what's going on with that is that just stalled is that just not a thing anymore i just assumed the mainstream media lost interest in it when they determined they couldn't beat trump up over it mm -hmm. i'm not saying that's the end all be all like that's going to fix all the problems it might help a little bit but clearly more needs to be done mm -hmm. like like you said yeah great let's give get more border agents there but you have to give them power yes I, I love the idea. Get Send them back. Make them prove that they're going to be, you know, 
productive members of society and they can care for themselves before they're able to come over here. If they're going to do what they're doing and just pour over our border illegally while so many other people have spent years to become a legal citizen. Well, uh, DeSantis and Haley have both suddenly, well, I think DeSantis was all along. Haley's suddenly become a hawk on this issue. Uh, DeSantis has said all along, we have to send them back. Mm-hmm. We we can't we can't let this situation continue. We did and for a while, right? Didn't we send some back to Venezuela? There was like a plane that they flew back. Yeah. I thought to Venezuela, but again, I feel like some of these things happen, and then where does it go? I, mean, uh, I don't hear anything further about it. Yeah, uh, the, not nearly enough. Uh, there mm-hmm. are people that would tell you more people were deported under Obama than Trump, and and all of this nonsense. The, the bottom line is we should put them on airplanes and take them back and drop them off in whatever country they came from, mm-hmm. right? Wouldn't, wouldn't that that would ultimately be the uh, the answer? Here, here's DeSantis on it uh, out in Iowa this week. That's something that is ever going to get this border under control. And I'll tell you, I'm, I'm here in Iowa well, now talking to people in New Hampshire, South Carolina, these early states. They're frustrated with how the federal government will treat people coming into our country illegally better than americans in some respects free free lodging free transportation you know the well, biden administration that's... was charging people to get out of israel to take them to greece i sent planes to israel we we said brought people back free of charge so yeah. we've got to put the american people in our sovereignty first yeah yeah people who live in the projects who were actually working and they they just can't seem to get up on their feet and and live a lifestyle they'd like and they're treated like that but then you have illegals staying in these nice hotels with meals and somehow they're getting cars i mean there's a lot of questions to be asked we have a lot of questions mm-hmm. yeah lot, lots of questions that need to be asked no doubt about that all right let's uh, get to a quick break here uh we're gonna get to john lamping can't wait to talk to john today because of all the things that have transpired yesterday sarah unsicker who was basically booted out by her own party for being a radical anti-Semite, has now announced she's running for governor. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Blaine Lutkemeyer decision, the Ann Wagner decision, all of that coming up in the next hour. Stay tuned. I do think the expectations for both DeSantis and Haley here are critical. I mean, obviously, Trump's had a massive lead in the polling. We haven't really had a lot of polling out of Iowa since mid-December, however, and we may see some more this week. And we'll see if anything has changed. But the real question for DeSantis is, can he reel in Trump? I don't know that he has to win the caucus, but if he were to say reel him in into single digits, that would be a huge night. For Haley, expectations have been lower. If she were able to jump over DeSantis and kind of do a surprise second place finish, even if she was far back of Trump, that would be a big night for her. So, Scott uh, Jennings there, the uh, Republican who makes many appearances on uh, CNN. I believe it is CNN that they put him on there. Um Everybody really, 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 really wants this to be a race. They're desperate. The establishment Republicans are desperate for this to be a race. Fox is desperate for this to be a race. They gave Nikki Haley a whole hour last night uh, with softball questions from the audience. Um, They'll do the same thing, I assume, with DeSantis if they haven't done it already. And But they are giving Donald Trump some time again uh, for a town hall. I believe it might be. Tomorrow, isn't it? I'm not sure. I just know that. Well, yeah, it would be because tomorrow is the debate for CNN. Yes, tomorrow night is the CNN debate. And opposite that, Fox will let Donald Trump come on for an hour. Mm -hmm. Um, I would assume Brett Baer and Martha McCallum will do that. They were doing the piece with Nikki Haley last night. Um, 
So it'll you know it'll be interesting to see because Brett Bear has not. I, I've gotten into arguments with him on this radio program about January sixth and what happened, what it was, and what it wasn't. Uh, and he he has not sh- shied away from his criticism of Donald Trump over January sixth, um, and and supports the prosecution of people on January sixth who who uh, participated in even. It appears to me the nonviolence. I, I I'd love to hear. I think part of the debate tomorrow night will be between Trump and Brett Baer. So that should be an interesting thing to watch uh, for us tomorrow evening. Now, thank goodness it's not tonight because Kentucky plays Mizzou at 6 o'clock. And I would I would truly have to watch the Kentucky game. I, I hate to tell you that. But I'd record the other one uh, for sure. All right, much more to come. Senator John Lamping on the other side. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 